and I wanted to punch the person next to me, and I was a perfect stranger. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined as always by the voice of Cinema Sins, Jeremy Scott. That's me. And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Hello. Uh, today we're going to be doing a mini pod. Mini pod. Glassy pod. On glass. glass. Timely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. It's still number one at the box office. It, it is still Only, number one at the listen, box office. Another problem with our culture. I've already discussed one that might be in the outtakes. Another one is this like immediacy. Right. That's been out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Reviewing this is not late. That's true. Late That's would true. be if we were doing this a year from now. But this idea that if, if you don't get your review out opening weekend, it doesn't matter. Fuck that noise. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, the, uh, the movie has made $88 million domestic so far, and it's about $200 million worldwide. Uh, it is the um, third in this. Uh, we didn't know it was a series until the right. very end of, of Split um so <laughs> where to start <laughs> i watched i watched glass um a couple weeks ago i guess mm-hmm. maybe i don't remember how long ago it was it was it was around the time it opened but um i hated this movie <laughs> <laughs> um i guess sometimes you you come up with your own storyline for these characters mm-hmm. And mainly David Dunn, because that's what we were left with at the at the end of the last one. Mm-hmm. This one starts off like it's a natural, like nineteen years in you know nineteen years in the making sequel to Unbreakable. We almost can forget about Split, really. Um, but um, yeah, it starts and, out that way. Yeah, yeah, you can almost forget about Split. The uh, so it starts off like that, and he and his son are like uh you know the batman and robin i guess yeah and, yeah. and uh where robin is all well, no batman and alfred yeah mainly. yeah he's the guy in the chair <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and he's telling him you know uh where to look for crimes and shit mm-hmm. i guess um and uh i feel like we've missed something over these years well and that yeah. first section is really awkwardly rushed i felt like mm-hmm. like the part where we see david dunn busting a couple thugs and then going back to talking to his son and then next thing we know he's out looking for split guy that all is probably like eight minutes yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i remember feeling in the moment this is happening too quickly which is an extra problem 30 minutes later when the movie screeches to a ginormous halt for like an hour and yeah. then it becomes split too then it's all about james mcavoy it's yeah. all about the horde and fucking david dunn's gone glasses you know a vegetable and like the movie about him takes almost the entire movie to be about him yeah. you know yeah yeah uh yeah to become why did they call this glass you yeah. know like uh it gets it, it really takes a long time to get to that point um i don't even know where to begin because I feel like, and we're and then we're in non-spoiler territory here. So, yeah. I feel like the ending of this movie is an absolute total failure. Which one? 
<laughs> yes, there's like but three yes. or four endings. I agree. In, in, in its entirety, yes. <laughs> you you mean oh, so you mean they're like you, the, when it ended several other times in the movie? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah exactly. I, there wasn't some like special <laughs> M Night Shyamalan's been s- distributing four endings around. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That would be better than what we got. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like a Return of the King type uh, of uh, yeah. type of thing. But yes, yeah. I agree. All of them Complete fail. Complete failure, and I can't wait to get into spoilers about it because I can't wait to just start tearing into that fucking ending <laughs> that ending pissed me off so much that you know i i was like Ser- seriously it's so like that ending is so off the pulse of what what is going on today i think he's in his i think he's in his head too much and and that's always been his problem starting at signs right is that m night is wrapped up in his own bullshit but like you can really see it here it's like he's been in a vacuum this whole time and and you can see it at the beginning where he's like pontificating on salt bay and shit like that like mm. cramming in this weird pop culture reference and then that extended cameo that like god damn, every, every, every time cameo. he shows up it's like that though right this is I, this one seems like, yeah this one seemed like, like it was this is super indulgent every time he shows up there's some super long and he's like he's always morose yep. or, or you know he's always talking very slowly to somebody <laughs> and yeah. telling them how things are yeah i wish things could be better <laughs> but i must go now yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. he was he was fine and split because he actually had a character yeah it's the same character mm. in unbreakable split yeah and here but in split like he actually had a purpose rather than just popping up m night hey what's going on yeah well uh, and it's just i feel like my speculation is he he really did map most of this out 19 years ago. Yeah. And when he came back to it after Split was a success, he'd rebuilt his name. He now had the clout to make this. He, it was like he said, I'm not going to listen to what any of film has done for the last 19 years. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my guns. <laughs> and maybe if this movie comes out in 2001, it might work a little better. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I think it we don't have would. we don't have the MCU and all that stuff that has sort of changed what superhero movies are. Yes, and people's knowledge of comic books. I'm going to fix this movie, by the way. I want you to. This movie presupposes that the audience does not know what they have to know about comic books. Mm-hmm. Which back in 2000, like you're saying, we we really didn't unless you're a super comic. Well, book and nerd. he's super stuck on a lot of these goddamn Zack Snydery comic book frame moments. Yep, and da- comic book dialogue where it's not a spoiler to say. Some at one point in this movie, Mister Glass is asked what his name is, and he literally says first name Mister, last name Glass. <laughs> and I wanted to punch the person next to me, and I was a perfect stranger. <laughs> I thought about it for like a half second. Um, but there's enough that works. Like, James McAvoy's incredible in this movie. He is. There's a section where he changes personalities about eight times in a beat. Mm-hmm. And it's mesmerizing. Yes, it is. It is. And I think there are ideas at work when we get into the fixing part. That's when I'm going to tell you my ideas that I think work. And we'll throw out all the ones that I think don't. Uh, but yes, this movie was super frustrating. But my, my frustration is complex. Because yeah. I, I adore these characters. There are beats and moments, even in this movie, that really worked for me. Um, and then um, a lot of it just felt like a middle finger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like um, he could have. It just feels like the the 
even though he's got the pacing and everything, he put these characters in the wrong situation. Yes. Yes. And the these characters aren't doing what I want them to be doing in this thing. I don't know if part of what you're fixing it is, but one of mine would be to have the ending be the beginning. Oh. Oh. Do yeah. we have to? I mean, I will get into spoilers as to why they're in their situation later, but. Um, I'd like that. Well, I will um, say we were halfway through the movie, and I thought to myself, he, has he even said one line of dialogue? He yet? hasn't. It and takes him. I think named after him. Yeah, I think it takes seventy minutes. For and him then to once say he something. does finally speak, he won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <sighs> and the dialogue. Oh, you think this dialogue was on purpose? Yes, the, it was intentional. The the stilted dialogue because I don't remember. Unbreakable seemed like it didn't have a lot of dialogue, right? There was a lot of like brooding shots and yep. like, things and set up an atmosphere. There isn't much. Yeah, right. And in Sixth Sense, it seems like the dialogue was very good and it was pretty snappy. Yeah, it was a little slow, but it wasn't it wasn't stilted and non-human. Mm. Um it, it, this seems like it's it's from a completely different mindset, even though they're the same characters. Like, who talks to their son the way that that these two uh david and his son talk and who talks to their dad that way mm -mm. and even when mr glass is you know doing his comic book villain thing he's talking like a like a parody of a comic book villain you yeah. know what i mean yeah and uh yeah really the only thing that's weirdly tied to reality is mcavoy's dialogue which changes you know the 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 drop of a hat. Yeah, which I think it looks less impressive from a writing standpoint when you back out and look at the rest of the movie because it, if you if you if you want to go scattershot, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. it's a really really frustrating experience. Yes, I, I'm gonna is. have to watch it again to really settle on exactly where it's broken. Mm. But I don't think really any of of what he set out to accomplish ends up working. Well, before we move into spoilers, I'm one point that kept coming back to me is that we watched this trailer a long time ago when it came out mm -hmm. and you'd said like i think that most of that stuff happens within the first 15 minutes or so and i think i know what that is mm -hmm. and i was like oh well that would be cool and like you're saying like you make the end the beginning of the movie and then you could have gone in any direction but that 15 minutes that you were thinking about is the entirety of the movie it really and is. it's super fucking frustrating i was like so we're gonna move on from this right we're gonna move they, they literally showed the end of the movie in the trailer. Mm -hmm. They did. And I'm like, how the fuck did we get here? Of all the directions that you could have taken, yep. this was it. Yeah. Ah, Jesus. Anyway, so uh, do we do our grades before? Uh, uh, we can do it before. Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this, because it doesn't veer into total shit territory. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just like, oh my God, this is such garbage. Like, you know, that would be serious. I'd be some serious. I'd be a serious offense. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this is a C minus. I'm going to say the exact same thing. It, it's weird because he sacrifices a lot of story for the visual flair, which has always kind of been his thing. But uh, the visuals themselves are pretty fucking amazing. Um, That's the thing, right? It's not bad filmmaking. No it's bad choice maker. Yes, yes, it is. And so I will also give it a C minus with a middle finger, <laughs> <laughs> right through the C. That's yeah. right. <laughs> that would make it a plus, though. That's true. That's true. Damn. Um, so we can talk spoilers now. Let's do it. No spoilers. Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. No, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Go. Yeah. Sarah Paulson's bad. 
<laughs> she sure is. She's a bad guy. No, you, she's not bad. Yes. She there is no bad or good. Mm. This is a most bullshit ending yeah. reveal ever. So this that you know what if this if this <laughs> ending had happened I, I said that uh, the the ending should go first, but maybe change some things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh the ending where there's this viral video going around that glass is sent of all the superpowers going on real actual footage shot on cameras you can't dispute that yes you can't fucking dispute that everybody, one bit it everybody, everybody it. and everybody is looking at it at the same time in the train station <laughs> oh nobody has anything else to do and somebody sends them a viral video and says superheroes are real guess what they're all looking at <laughs> <They're> it fucking <laughs> that's why if this did come out in 2001, maybe you could talk me into that ending. Yeah. Like, okay, well, we have incontrovertible proof that superheroes exist. But now, come on. We were just talking about fucking deep fakes yeah. on the last episode. Well, and fucking, listen, no kidding. oh, this guy's, you know, panther oh, crawling yeah, through yeah. the fucking Nobody backyard. can do that. <laughs> no, no human can do that. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a huge glaring problem. <laughs> Especially when, if you wanted to go with this bullshit, terrible ending idea, you just have the news choppers come in from multiple stations, and then you've got more footage yeah. that's harder to dispute. Yeah. But you had to, you wanted to make Glass a goddamn genius, and you're, you did a a basically a CSI camera storyline where he can he knows all the cameras are there so he's going to use that to his advantage mega genius mm -hmm. the only way he can possibly get the word out about supers is for him, all, all three of them to die it's a well yeah all three of them have to die of this to, to come out it's a cruel intention super uh, genius ending. villain genius my mind is my power that's the best he can do it's, it's like, i have to die and so do these two pumps it's yeah. like the life of david gale <laughs> it really is it's the superhero life of david gale uh. and i was oh, okay so no, while i'm angry i'm gonna get it out of my mind the puddle <laughs> is a lie the puddle is the puddle new like I've got the high ground Anakin lie. <laughs> David Dunn is drowned in a puddle. Yes. A puddle. Yeah. Like, okay, in the first Unbreakable, he had to be submerged for water to even be an issue. Mm-hmm. In this one, they make it sound like a squirt gun would knock him down. Right. <laughs> then then they do. you want him to drown, so you use a puddle. You yeah. had the fucking jug full of water yeah. over there. You That's threw right. him in that. And what happened then? Oh, he was strong enough to punch out of it. But this puddle, boy, he can't restrain on this yep. puddle. Nope. A human being is holding him down. And he can't move his head to the side. <laughs> he does for a while to get the whammy from the lady. But then he just <laughs> willingly puts his face back in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. The puddle it is alive. It is the most disgraceful way to kill a hero I have ever seen. David Dunn is fucking wasted in this movie. He right? really is. You, he, you have that beginning setting up a very interesting premise. He's old. He's crotchety. He's still crime fighting and shit like that with his with his uh, with his son. But then he fucking disappears once they get to the hospital. Yeah. It's, it's because like, what happened was M. Knight said, hey, Bruce, are you going to try on this one or not? And Bruce said, no. And he said, all right, so I'm just going to write it so you're gone for half the I movie. don't think he even changes his facial expression. No. I, I, I didn't even understand why he had to get taken in at the beginning either. Yeah. Like, um, well, how did they know if they're looking for right, these that's girls? Another, that's another. That's another thing. They, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. The, the, yeah. There's no reason why. Even if they knew where the girls were, they knew they they that glass and and uh and split would go out the fucking window. <laughs> <Split. laughs> 
glasses. <laughs> we go through the glass. Of course, I mean David Dunn, but there's no there's unbreakable and split yeah. would go through would go through the glass right there, and they'd be just sitting there waiting for them. Yes, like yes. as if they have homing beacons on them. And even if they had homing beacons, why are you waiting until this point? Or why didn't David just run? Yeah, that well, was, well that's what I was getting at at the first part before we got into the 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 part about them uh, being there in the first place. Uh, I don't know why he had to be taken in. Um, he's he's unbreakable, so yeah. why doesn't he just run? Yeah, and it, it, if they shoot him, she actually says, "If you go that way, he tries to run." And she says, "If you go that way, you will escape, but you'll probably kill some people on the way." Does she really? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Kill some people. Yeah, she says, yes, you can go that way, but it'll go through several people. I guess because there was a line of people that would that would die for it, basically. I thought it was because she said his name and he was like, oh, she knows my identity. I guess I'm fucked. Yeah. And I thought that was lame. But I didn't hear that line. I didn't hear that line either. But um, but it it, let's let's just let's just point out that it's a bullshit line. Okay. even even if they give a reason for the reason why he doesn't do it, that's still a bullshit reason. He could literally just walk through there. Yeah. Yeah, like exactly. People off and all right. that shit. I mean, people be t- that would have been an awesome scene yes. too. Would have been funny too. <laughs> like all these people piling on him, and you just see this pile moving. <laughs> you little glimpses of a punch. Yeah, it's kind of like that game that uh, that uh, one where you go around collecting shit as you roll around. And it was a. It's got some Japanese name or whatever. It's uh, it's just like that. <laughs> We've already made this movie better. Oh yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Now yeah. am I wrong, Lars? Does Glass get out of his cell once in this movie with no explanation? Yes. And then at least once. At, like the first time, whether well, what are you doing out of your cell? The movie never explains how he got out of his cell. No. Does nope. it? No. Well, I mean he's he's faking essentially, right? So he's been palming the the drugs. Well, sure, but that didn't give him a passcode or a- I know. I know. I yeah, know. unless he's got some sort of like card to wave in front of the thing. Every other time, yeah, he's got to to follow somebody else but out. Now, now apparently he's a, a computer genius. Yep, and all that. Because remember, in Unbreakable, he's a comic book genius. But I don't think he, and it may be a genius at killing people too. He's but, not a goddamn hacker. But I don't remember him. Yeah, that had a lot of Jurassic Park moments. <laughs> I was like already already had the outtake in mind, you know, access main security grid. I access. swear when he's in that when he kills that dude with the sli- slashing of the throat with I guess a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty on the nose. I feel like M Knight was shooting that going, This is better than Ex Machina. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's almost like he saw Ex Machina and said, I can I can do better than that. I'm gonna roll it into my unbreakable sequel. Yep. Along yep. with five other plot threads. All right, so you want to know how I would fix this movie? Yes. Or what I wanted to happen that might have saved the movie? That's a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. About halfway through, when she starts convincing David that maybe he is delusional, and she makes a couple compelling arguments to Kevin about the bars being old and water-soaked or what have you and not that hard to pry apart, the movie I wanted from that point on was that they actually are delusional. And they oh, bust out. They have a massive superhero fight. Everything looks like what we got. But then when she walks up and says, see, you're delusional, and she shows them the security footage, it's just two humans punching each other. Slap fighting out in the yard. (laughs) And they really are delusional. Like, if you want a twist whammy ending, 
that would have worked but I, I'm, I'm down with that. I, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not down with that at all. All right, why? <laughs> because you're saying fuck you to people who liked Unbreakable once you say that. that. I feel like Glass is saying, I feel like the movie we got is saying fuck you I, to people who liked I don't liked think he intends to say it, even though he has said it. <laughs> I, that you know that's like it's like i don't know a tourette's way of saying fuck you to somebody like that watches the uh uh n- not to you know <laughs> to uh impugn. impugn uh but uh no i i don't like that at all just because i think that if you're a fan of unbreakable uh, you you believe after you saw that first movie that he is what they say he is. sure and uh to say oh well by the way it's delusional and we found some bullshit reasons why <laughs> you know then then it, i would then i wouldn't have liked that either i, I yeah. mean i could have i'm saying write better reasons maybe yeah. no no i'm not saying only the evidence she presented in glass and then you draw the conclusion i'm saying lean harder into that lean harder into something uh, that that isn't this i actually thought because of course you expect a twist you were you were spoiled i was unspoiled right. um i thought that they were going to realize that they're literally in a comic book mm-hmm. um and i'll tell you why it really like hit home for me when all the uh the other characters showed up at the exact same time anya taylor joy uh glass's mom and uh bruce's kid mm-hmm. right they all show up at the same they, time like, took a collective uber or something it was like it's like grand theft auto <laughs> like they just oh, headed up to the hospital like, like, like i think the, it was like the medical hearse shows up and then like <laughs> every yes and there was these girls that he could kidnap that were easily kidnappable there's a rapist fan that he could just throw it in like everything set up so perfectly for the conclusion that i was like it'd be interesting at least it would explain a lot of things if this were actually a comic book, if we're, in a, you... we're in a aha song all along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's uh, just from those two ways alone. I think Chris suggested them. There's so many different ways that you could go with this movie that I do like, like Chris's you're... idea that if you like you start with the climax here, maybe even you kill these three. I don't think you need to kill any of them. But let's say you do. And then the new heroes come out of the woodwork and have to figure out how to hero and how to find each other. That could be an interesting yeah. movie. Yep. Um, I wouldn't call it glass at that point. I uh, wouldn't call this glass. Yeah, I just there's it's, so uh, little glass in this glass movie. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like. I didn't like. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If we, I almost would have been better if you'd just given me the the typical stereotypical cheesy hero ending, mm-hmm. where he fights Kevin, wins, turns glass in again. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can even go to a black title card again, yeah. like at the end of Unbreakable. <laughs> glass was arrested again. Yeah. <laughs> David went back to his store. I, that would have been better than this. I yep. just felt like he wanted so bad to kill people. And as a writer, I enjoy killing my characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it adds a lot, but I try not to do it haphazardly. And I try and get growth out of it somehow or propelling the story somehow. It's just like, I feel like he started on page one. They're all going to die by the end. Mm-hmm. Now how am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's infuriating. We, I don't feel like they had to die. We may have lightly touched on this when you were talking about the the glass plan. And I can't wait till we get to the glass plan in the Sins video. <laughs> uh, but uh, the you were talking about the setting up of the cameras and everything, which are on, the only reason why that comes up is because he gets he comes out of his, uh, his cell. Mm-hmm. So he apparently knows that they will put up tons of cameras everywhere yes that will that will bring up this big huge fight at the end and everything and there's just i'm sorry there's there's a level of genius here that 
is it's not it's nobody has this kind of genius yeah right like you know there's there's not an algorithm out there that comes up with this scenario <laughs> no and it's uh, so far-fetched that it, it has no stakes to it yeah. you don't believe it you don't buy into it yeah so he there's no way he knew that oh they're gonna set up the cameras and then the big breakout's gonna happen <laughs> and uh i remember the also during the breakout part he there's like so many things that have to go right yeah for that to even happen and he's narrating the whole time well, yeah too. he's like he's like you know uh you know go forward or whatever and beat these guys up i'm gonna come up later or whatever and it's like uh you know and, and it barely it barely you know succeeds yeah so like I, I i don't get any of that but um do what do we think about this organization that is trying to make sure that we suppress people with uh, you mean the rich people that uh, that eat in public places in the middle of the day? And yes, it's <laughs> almost uh, like a Hannibal okay. Lecter dinner party. Okay, tell tell me for this was the most WTF moment of the movie, aside from the viral video that happens at the end. You know when she finally touches David Dunn uh-huh. and Dunn like, oh, we're about to see some shit now. Here's a reveal. All we see is somebody go and like lock up the restaurant. Yeah, it's like security cam footage. And and profits? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the that's the thing is that again, this if it were a comic book, it plays a lot better. That's the that's the, the from my understanding, that's the way you, you you write comic books is for moments like this where but in a in a movie that's Unbreakable has always been heralded because it it supposedly takes place in reality and it treats superheroes uh, the way reality would instead of a comic booky kind of way. And now mm-hmm. here we are at the, the the end of the whole franchise, and we're doing all the comic booky ways now. Like you've got like ninety nine percent of the people in that building were part of your secret society, and you were all just talking about sports and the weather and shit until Bob left. Until Bob, and then yeah. once Bob is gone, time to have our fucking meeting. There is no. I'm sorry. No, and it happens twice in this movie. I know, man. It has like the get out dinner party thing, right? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Where dude goes upstairs and they're just like, "All right, everybody, shut I up." I think that's what you said. There is what encapsulates a lot about what I don't like about it is they is instead of it being that based in reality part, it's it's now become it it has become what it was trying to be different from. Yes, like, yeah, uh, and it's. Um, it's it's just it's just disappointing to see that like there's subtle ways to make this you know this secret society without making them uh people who meet in fucking public places yeah. and, and shit like that it, it, you you can make it where the you know it's a little bit i don't know a little bit different why do they even have big huge meetings anyway there's yeah. no reason and if they do wild restaurant yeah. you don't have like a headquarters god damn right you got some money somewhere if you got the suvs and the mm-hmm. tattoo squad like, <laughs> it's like why you know why not just make it make it some corporation make it some like it you know not exxon you know yeah, make it a corporation or some of some sort that's like making sure that would make sense to me like uh, some rich corporation doesn't want you know big superheroes going around yeah i don't mind the actual entity of of that balanced thing that actually is is a decent idea to me but the way that it's pulled off the way that it's presented is just ridiculous and, yeah and goofy right and uh goofy himself could show up in this movie and it would not make the movie any goofy right i'll tell you what pissed me off about this movie is that it's it's all mcguffin right it's leading up to this big tower this big tower is being yeah. the biggest tower in philadelphia by the way 
the, you can't go above William Penn on City Hall in terms of height in uh, in Philadelphia. So that's kind of bullshit, dude. Too. Dude, uh, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Asian American, please. But it's it's all this, and the whole fucking thing, the whole fucking thing, except for that beginning, takes place in this hospital, mm-hmm. and then it ends on the fucking lawn, the front lawn. And you think, oh, well, they're probably, they can see the fucking tower. It's like within walking distance. And you're like, oh, well, they're going to get there soon. Yeah. No, it's on the fucking lawn. Yeah. Everything he, happens on right. the lawn. He goes in the water tank and the beast is holding him in there. Mm-hmm. And he's still strong enough to punch a hole in the water tank. Puddle. But when he gets pushed in a puddle by a human. That's true. No more strong. That's true. <laughs> All strong go bye-bye. Well, you know That's what right. they're going to say is that because he was in the water so long, that puddle was enough to kill him. Yeah. I feel like weakened. those jets on the wall in his cell were all middle fingers. <laughs> he, like he can't dodge that shit or hide from it. Well, I think it's a watertight cell. Like it. it it actually like holds water. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh, mean, that's that's I what the it implication was. Suggesting was. of like turbocharged jets shooting at him, we're gonna like subdue him. Like, no, I think I think it actually like fills up. Oh, well, that I'll take it back then. I didn't realize that. I, it's I'm, still bullshit. By the <laughs> way, I'm no comic book expert or anything like that. So uh, when I say this, I'm sure there a bunch of the comic book nerds will come out and correct me. But I feel like there's also a misinterpretation by Glass of what comic books are trying to do with their big uh, battles in the middle of cities and stuff like that. Because this was the whole setup, was this Philadelphia Tower. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a big battle there. Then everybody would witness it and see it. Which is, by the way, would be way better than this bullshit that yep. he did. Yeah, because they have a chemical making floor. On they the- do. Yeah. Yeah, I think three floors. Yeah. Three floors of chemical making. <laughs> but he actually says that the comic book is explicitly stating that this is what the villain wants, is that he wants to have a battle in the middle of a, a crowded uh, city of some sort so that everybody will know that they exist. And I, I've never gotten that from a comic book uh, thing before. No. Like, I've never understood that to be the villain's plan all along or whatever maybe maybe to the fractured mind of glass that he thinks that's what it's supposed to be like villains are trying to be much more than they really are by advertising to the world uh, maybe it's like a like a grindenwald thing where mm-hmm. where he wants to get out there because they're superior to uh yeah to humans i mean the, the movie really slobs all up on his knob doesn't it yes glass mm-hmm. well, like at the end yeah it redeems the shit out of him mm-hmm. his mom's like you were glorious and then she's with <laughs> yeah the other hero offshoots robin and batgirl yeah, or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> she's now she's part of the hero squad yeah. and glass is going to get credit for having exposed the heroes and the clover team and the tattoo whatnot and the, he's he's lionized by the end of this movie it was justified yes all those Fuck deaths that. yep yeah i mean they even try to justify his fucking train wreck thing they really did oh my god was is there a more useless reveal than that by the way oh no because we already knew all of that yeah all I mean, of that also i like how the, this movie's getting credit for using footage from that last movie <laughs> is it getting credit yes it is like i've seen a lot of people praising the fact that he used a deleted scene from unbreakable as a flashback scene in glass for kevin's dad is that no the- when bruce willis comes in and his son is talking about him being a hero and he's like a lot of guys do stuff and things it's just a very innocuous scene that's the yeah, reason yeah. he cut it from the he first still has movie. kind of hair yeah right but it's like oh so he kept the negatives bravo yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's just like it's almost like praising Matrix Revolutions for building a set. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Reloaded. Yeah, exactly. They built sets in Revolutions too, fucker. Yeah. But yes, reloaded. Yeah. Um Oh god damn. Yeah, yeah fuck this movie, man. I it, it got even worse cuz I was on the fence when I first watched it. I was like, you know, I had that face when I was watching it and then I was like, what's the point of this movie? Like mm. what what is this movie trying to do? And I yelled it into the Twitter ether and got a weird amount of responses back saying like it's a pontification on the you know the the reality of comic books and how it it intersects with with real life i'm like man you're you're in a different mindset than i am and, I just and god bless you but there's I, there's always a population of people that want so bad a movie to be good that they believe they convince themselves it's I don't, maybe they they're allowed to love it. Yeah, I think it's got like a thirty something on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty something percent. Yeah, and that's that's kind of trended up, I guess. Because at the beginning, you know, I don't think really the consensus that. is very high. If you loved it, you loved it, mm-hmm. but don't try and teach me a college course on how I misunderstood it. Because well, yeah. I understood it just fine. Yeah, <laughs> message received. I think, message was uh, fuck you, Jeremy. I think Split, and I didn't like Split nearly as much as as everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Split is probably going to prove to be the the fluke. Uh, in this latter, latter career of M Night, you know, I guess Devil and Split, Devil of which he well, didn't even direct. I mean, it wasn't his, but uh, but the, a lot of people also put the visit up there too. Uh, yeah, still, yeah. I don't think yeah. there's greatness in that though. No, there's not. But no, there's, it's it's just a good, decent horror movie. Yeah, it's something that's like finally something that doesn't totally suck. <laughs> it's like, it's like the Wonder Woman syndrome, movie. right? Yeah. DC finally puts out a movie <laughs> exactly. that's not terrible, and we're like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. So, yeah, we didn't like this. Yep, fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, sorry. That's a, that's a hard <laughs> worn from all three. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, sound off on uh, uh, Sincast presented by Cinema Sins on uh, Facebook. Uh, go to uh, Cinema Sins Twitter. Although Jeremy gets gets enough already, so don't 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 go there. <laughs> It'd be interesting to hear the responses yeah. to this review. Actually, yeah. Go to uh, SoundCloud. Uh, we also uh, have uh, set up uh, Discord. Is finally for most people. I think. For, Yay! For uh, for it has a, a lot of channels that you can go to now and talk to us, uh, and uh, just talk about this. Uh, what you thought about Glass? But uh, that'll do it for this episode of this mini pod it's mini pod glass yeah, pod of glass uh it's chris atkins and jeremy scott and barrett share we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit and be sure to visit cinemasends.com Did I share any drunken thoughts with you last night about Goonies? No. <laughs> Why not? I did with somebody on Twitter. <laughs> I had this fascination with the idea that, that somebody should take Goonies and spin a horror angle out of it. So, like, these kids find mm-hmm. a map yeah. to a treasure. Only at the end of the treasure, there's no treasure. There's, like, a killer. Yeah. And he, like, lures kids in with goony like adventures and then I like that keeps them are they still being pursued by the uh the crime family no i would probably cut up that whole angle i just kind of want a goonies feel that turns hard from adventure into horror survival yeah i like that like it and goonies like as a movie or a tv show as a movie i like that
I like that idea. I like anything that would make the Goonies different from how it is. <laughs> it's a- <laughs> We're starting strong. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, I may have answered my own question. It's a tough question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. She, She's her married to... wife is... Sherry oh. Jones. Her wife... No. Uh, it's saying Holland Virginia Taylor. Oh well, she. I think she used to date that Cherry Jones. Chick. Yes, that sounds very familiar. And Man. she's she's also in a lot of M Night Shyamalan movies. Yes, that's where I. Yeah, that's where I. She was the the the, the cop in uh, Signs. Jeez, she's got a long career. I think my favorite cherry is Eagle Eye Cherry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Safety neck. Yeah. <laughs> yes.